Welcome back. We are glad to have you. Bill Michael Show. Always, uh, always good to, you know, one of the cool things about this is you'll go, hey, there's some names here. You might get them on maybe tomorrow. Then all of a sudden you're like, you got a free spot. Guys show up. And here comes Jim McMahon and Kyle Turley to come over and say hello. It's like a reunion. How you guys doing? Great. Doing great. Great to be here, brother. Thank yeah. you. It's always good to talk to you. You guys always look great. Jim, you know, you're still, we're, like we said, we're still above the dirt. We're still kicking. That's always good. You know, you're doing good. Well, still breathing, like you said. Yeah. Thanks to cannabis. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's, right man. That's right. That's uh, right. I, I want to talk a little football, and then we'll talk about what you got going on. But uh, this time of year, we always get into the discussion of memories and bringing stuff back and you uh, played with a couple of them, you know. And the story you were telling last year about, you know, when when the Packers got there, you said, "Look, we've been there, done that. This is this is what you got to what you got to do, so to speak." And then we had Aaron Taylor sitting here when you came walking over. But so when you get two things: one, when you get into this situation, you get into the postseason. Um, it's a different level of intensity, and I and that's one of the things that I wanted the Packers to realize this year with a very young quarterback was it's a different level of intensity. So talk about that because you go through your regular season, you're rolling, you know you're heading to the postseason, but when you get here, what is this about when you get into the postseason? Not just the Super Bowl, but when you get to the postseason. Well, when you get there, it's one and done. Right. You don't have any more weeks to prepare and this and that. If you lose, you're out. And it, it's it's uh, it's quite devastating, especially when you think you should win or you know you should win and you don't, like we back we did back in Chicago. Yeah, Kyle, when you get yeah. to, when you get to a postseason, when you start to look down the barrel of that, what your thoughts are? Is it just like I can't make that one mistake? Yeah, I mean you got to be on the top of your game. I mean at that point, um, and you know as a lineman, it's frustrating because you don't, you know you're ready. I mean I, I remember the playoff games that I've been in, and uh, you know we're we're. We should have went to the Super Bowl with the Rams in 03. You know, uh, we had the squad. And there's just certain things that, that everybody's got to be on point with, you know, and yeah. uh, including the coaches. You know, and there was some, there's bad decisions made out there, you know, and right. uh, you can't afford it. You just can't afford it. It's one and done. You, you're done in the playoffs. And um, I missed the Super Bowl, you know, at least two, at least two Super Bowls I missed because we had the team. How tough is it to keep distractions out? Like Jim, your team, your team was was we're, a distraction. You yeah, guys we, almost welcomed it. We were a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> they were the distraction. We won, we won in spite of everything else. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, we just we just had a, a bunch of guys that loved to have fun, which we did. But we had a lot and of a great, coach that hated that you had fun. Yeah, but it's amazing how <laughs> they the forget surface. how yeah. they forget when they become coaches what they did as players. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. So he was a big pain in the ass to Papa George Hallis. Yeah. Right, his whole time in Chicago. So, yeah, it's amazing how the uh, the memory goes. Um, if today's social media was back then, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my lord, would we uh, would we all be sitting here today? Yeah, uh, I don't I'd, know. I'd still be in jail, probably. <laughs> well, yeah, you couldn't do any. It, it, the league could not operate. Period. Yeah. There'd be too many lawsuits. <laughs> I mean, we 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 were literally in the late two uh, early uh, late nineties, early two thousands were responsible for all the rule changes <laughs> because there were things that weren't illegal that we took full advantage of, and you know, from Warren Sapp taking out Chad Clifton that 
created the whole new uh, player away from the play can't be hit yeah. rule. Uh, to me, being that guy that was destroying everybody down the field, and right? standing around in piles, you know, and and then all of the uh, antics off the field that were yeah. insane, the the gauntlets of all the hazing incidents. I mean, it was a bloodbath. Yeah. Uh, you know, we literally had the cops called in Wisconsin there at River Falls. No, at, at uh, University of Wisconsin Lacrosse. Uh, yeah. You know, we we had the controversy before the deans of the students porn porn sites. Uh, <laughs> we, we had the gauntlet, man, and we had like four ambulances. There's blood everywhere. The, the, the veterans just killed us. The rookies, yeah. you know, and that ended hazing in the NFL. Yeah. Period. Because that got back to the league and like. And then the fights that we yeah. were able to get away with. I mean, the brawl at the falls at River Falls, Wisconsin. Giving you guys some nuggets there. Yeah. The brawl at the falls. Yeah. Anybody remembers that? The Saints and the old Cheese League. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Right. I'm there with – I'm squaring off with – I got Derek Thomas and Chester McLaughlin, and I'm squaring off with both of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys that... are pulling screwdrivers out of the toolboxes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> This was not what I expected, yeah. today, but this is this is it good. Great, this man. is awesome stuff. Yeah. You guys, uh, you, you, that was a group of guys. Uh, it's amazing because you had the '85 Bears. That was just such an eclectic group of personalities, led by an incredible personality. You talk. You ever look at the, and say there was a melding of of the way just time came together for all of that to form at that perfect moment at the perfect time. Oh, there was no doubt about it. You know, we had a. We had a pretty good football team in 84. We actually went to the NFC Championship game in 84. And so coming back in 85, we knew we were going to be good. Right. Uh, just trying to stay healthy. And uh, things went well in 85. And then 86, we came back and we were the, had the best record in the league in 86. We were 14-2 and two after going 15-1. and one. Yeah, People forget about how good we were for the next yeah. three years. Yeah. Uh, we just didn't, like I said earlier, we didn't play well at home in the playoffs. And that's... That's kind of nuts because you work all year to get that home field advantage and thinking, all right, we're going to do it. And then it's 30 below out. You think they're going to lay an egg and they come out and just whoop your ass. Yeah. Uh, It was pretty frustrating. But, uh, yeah, we had a great group of guys and and just, like, we we won in spite of the coaches, not because of them. Well, we've been talking to a lot of different people, coaches and such today, and, and Brian Billick was here, and he was talking about the leadership that Ray Lewis and company had and his teams and such. So, when you talk about success and you look at a guy like Andy Reid and what he's done with Patrick Mahomes and the fact that they've been here so many times and they're knocking on the door of their third Super Bowl together, if you had to say this is what it takes for you to be great, to, 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 to sustain greatness or to be great, what is that common denominator? Work. you got to work at it. you know, you got to put the time in. You, you know, uh, I tell people all the time, we used to play four games a week back in the day. You know, every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we had pads on, beating the crap out of each other. Everything was live. We had no buddy-buddy period, you know. Mike Ditka and, and Buddy Ryan had a feud, so that, kind of, <laughs> that trickled down to the players. And, and uh, we looked forward to Sundays because Sundays was basically a day off for us. <laughs> That's and, the truth. Uh, yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't wait to beat up on somebody else. Wasn't it, is, how much does leadership, camaraderie, and all that stuff, because it's, it's not just about the coach putting you in the right place at the right time. Yeah. It's about, like you said, the work, but it's also about somebody's got to take the bull by the horns and be that, that guy, that leader that you say, if that guy's doing it, i got to follow him down that road. Oh, well, there's no doubt about it. We had, and we had more than one of those guys on our team. You know, we had a couple guys on defense that would, would take over the range. Uh, Steve McMichael, Dan Hampton, Mike Singletary. Uh, offensively, we had Walter Payton, you know, and 
And when Walter spoke, people listened. Yeah. Because he didn't speak much. But when he did, people listened. And, yeah. uh, you know, but, but we, we did. We, we outworked people. And plus, you know, you put that much work in with that kind of talent, things are going to work out. And he said you got on both sides of the ball. Those are the experiences I had as well. You know, yeah. that, that there was leadership on both sides of the ball and the coaches respected the players as well. You know, they have to conjure up ways to make us think that they don't, you know, and come out and crack the whip at practice and do all these things. But, you know, I played for Dicka too. He drafted me and I had the same experience as Jim had. You know, he was a man that needed to be, you know, uh, dealt with in a different manner because he expected more out of you, you know, but you knew he was a player. He knew he was a dog just like you. And so yeah. you wanted to play more for those guys, you know. Could could those coaches survive in today's league where you're only allowed to have guys for such a period of time? You got to get them in and out. It's only about meetings. It's about surface pros and stuff. I think that's why Mike quit coaches yeah. when he yeah. when he can't hit in practice. He's like, yeah, this isn't football anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't I think know. That's why guys, you know, they get a little bit nicked now, and they they have a hard time coming back and playing for a couple of three weeks. I mean, because yeah. they're not used to getting hit. Yeah. But Dicka, I think you know, it's certain coaches. You know, they have played the game. As a player, you respect the guys that have been there, done that, and you're willing to take anything they give you. Right. You know, if if Jim was to be a head coach, he could tell a kid to do whatever, and the kid will do it, you know, because they'll believe that he is coming from a place that is from experience. And uh, that was the difference. It's when you get to the certain coaches that, you know, wanted to rely on that old system of, you know, beat you to death and uh, not have great game plans yeah. <laughs> you know is where you get into trouble and you saw that here with the Raiders with Josh McDaniels you know and the difference it makes with hiring a coach that's been there done that as a player that the players respect and bring that attitude to the locker room yeah uh, I gotta ask you about this because uh, I've had a couple of people walk by and they're happy that that Pierce got the, the job for for Oakland and such and uh, they're telling me two minutes but I do want to ask you because and I've said this before. We were a couple of people over here were talking with Cam Newton about racial issues and such. And the one thing that I always said was, in a locker room and in sports, it's always been about the jersey and about the brotherhood. There really isn't any of that once you step inside the locker room, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know, man. Today's a different game. There's a lot of, you know, that's why I think the Chiefs are so good. They're they're very unselfish. They're selfless guys. I think everybody's in there giving everything. But now there's a lot of people who think they're somebody and didn't have to really work as hard as we had to work for okay. it. There's a lot of respect. So there's segregation and stuff, whether it's a click, whether it's friends, yeah. whether it's size, whether it's offense, whether it's colors, whether whatever. I mean, possibly, you know, today more than there was. Because back then you could deal with things like that, in my experience. Okay. You didn't have the Richie Incognito. Jonathan, uh, whatever his name, yeah. uh, is issues. You yeah. didn't have those issues. They got dealt with quickly, you know. So players kind of police themselves in a lot of different areas. They used to. They used so to. I don't know. Now, now I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's better now because everybody's about the same. Right? <laughs> These exactly. Kids. These I, I, I got to ask you about Reven, uh, Reven, uh, Revenant uh, and uh, because you guys have been doing this for a while now. And, Jim, you equate a lot of this to just being here because of what you've been able to accomplish and just kind of being pain-free, so to speak, oh, as no much doubt, as you could. No doubt about it. I mean, I've, I've been a cannabis advocate most of my life, but, uh, you know, it definitely got me off, got us all off these pills that we're taking. You know, we, we started a uh, our veteran line to get all our veterans. You know, they're, they're in a lot worse shape than a lot of us are because of all the pills that they've been feeding yeah. these guys. And a lot of these guys aren't aware that they are able to use cannabis and not lose their benefits. It was written in the law years ago, but 
the service doesn't tell these guys that, and they're right. all they're all paranoid about using this plant. But you know, things are getting better. And Jim and I, that's why we're doing what we're doing. You know, we're we're here. I know we're short on time, but uh, there's there's a lot of things happening that we need to be here for. We're jumping into the political arena. We've started a third yeah. party candidacy that to get rid of this two party system, or at least get them to talk in some sense. And the sense that needs to be had is these these things that are real issues with cannabis right now. You've got the Safe Banking Act. You've got the descheduling of cannabis to test it on humans, put all these semantics to bed, and uh, so everybody can understand what we've experienced and what we're talking about. Um, uh, you can follow us along, Cannabis Freedom Party. I was just up, you know, bombing everybody in New Hampshire at the primaries uh, with Nikki Haley and Dean Phillips and yeah. went to the Trump rallies and all these things. And we're really pushing hard because we know the experience we've had collectively and uh, we shouldn't be here. That's that's the reality of it and unfortunate statistics in the NFL. Yeah. And uh, we're doing everything we can to, to stop that. You know, we've got a hemp line we just launched. You can go to uh, thegaspipe.net. And you can order all of our uh, hemp products, pre-rolls, packaged flour, all these things now. And uh, uh, the hemp line of, of things you can get to any doorstep in America. You know, Wisconsin's got their own issues where they're coming out of the closet finally. You know, hopefully they get that worked out. I know it's an issue with the nations and, uh, uh, you know, uh, allowing those people to participate fully is what they want. And hopefully they get that resolved. And, uh, you know, NIDA's and everybody else can get this, you know, to where everybody can benefit in this great state uh, of Wisconsin. And we're doing everything we can on a, a national level to do this uh, for everybody to benefit from this. And uh, it's really important that they do. It's something you're passionate about. You have been for a long time. Guys, great to see you. Great to have the Thanks reunion for again. Us. And absolutely looking forward to tomorrow night and hanging out a little bit. And you guys have your golf tournament out here on Friday as That's well. Right. So best of luck. You still look great. We certainly appreciate you coming by. And we'll talk again real soon. Appreciate Thank you, brother. Thank appreciate you. Absolutely, guys. Great to see you. Jim McMahon and Kyle Turley joining us here at the table. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back a lot more. The Bill Michaels Show live out here in Las Vegas. we got it coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, Wayne, shopping for a new door? I sure am. This fiberglass door is really strong. We love ours. Do you need something more dependable? Yes, something that's durable, dent resistant, knows how to take a hit and is going to last for years. We're still talking about the door, right? Uh, oh, yeah, right. Of course. Wayne Larrabee and Jeff Levering shopping together at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin? What could happen next? How about 0% interest for up to three years? Or no down payment, no interest, and no payments for up to 18 months. I'm Gina Della from Pella. This incredible offer from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin is only available until February 29th. So hurry. We offer a wide range of window and door styles to perfectly match your home's unique design. Start customizing today with 0% interest for up to three years. Or no down payment, no interest, and no payments for up to 18 months. Only at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See show for details on last this February, head to Pottawatomie Casino Hotel, Milwaukee, and fall head over heels with the Love It or Leave It $400,000 game show. Thursday nights, you could play the Love It or Leave It game show, where you can love your prize or leave it for another. Play with your club card to earn drawing entries. Top prize is ten grand in cash. It's time for Love It or Leave It. Only at Pottawatomie. Learn more at PaceBake.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play.
live out here in the uh, the media center and uh, getting you ready for Super Bowl 58. you got the 49ers and the Chiefs getting ready to get at it. And it has been, uh, as uh, his uh, bio reads, 15 years on Radio Row. I think we've been together for 14 now. Wow. 14 years. You look the same. I, I look like a country. It, it's because of stratosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Grimes, former uh, offensive lineman for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bobby Williams here joining him uh, as well. Uh, but uh, good to see you, man. Me too. Yeah. Always now, we follow it. each other on Facebook. And we I know, but it, it, it's, it's unfortunate that it takes an event like this for us to reconnect every year. It's the only time I see you other yeah. than on social media. Um, and you get around, I got to say. We do. You do good. Not, as, not the way you do, though. You, <laughs> you go to the, a lot of uh, exotic places to the south. Well, anywhere where I can get a tan because tan fat looks better than white fat. Yes, it does. <laughs> and I like I I, that's, a, that's another one of my messages, by the way. <laughs> That's big. You can make a lot of money uh, on if you, if, you, if you can't tone it, tan it. They, they, uh, that's that's a motto. I, I, wanted, I had that on a T-shirt once, and they said that should be on your underwear, not on your T-shirt. <laughs> so. That's a whole other show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Bobby's here with Stratosphere, so give me a little uh, little little background here. Oh, this guy's unbelievable, and I want him to tell the story. But this is new generation stuff that's for available for everybody you know not only athletes veterans first responders but for everybody it's a real game changer and i'll let bobby explain it stratosphere atc altitude training uh chamber mm-hmm. or conditioning um it's a hypobaric it's the opposite of hyper so we go up in elevation so we're here in vegas at 2500 feet you would take off from here i can take you to 30,000 feet and back down again in 60 seconds real temperature changes mm-hmm. real pressure changes and the hypoxia that it caused turns on a bunch of molecular switches in the body for health, uh, increases VO2 max on everybody that goes in the chamber. It increases testosterone, triples your EPO, erythroprotein. Yeah. That's what uh, the boys are injecting for blood doping. But your body will do that naturally. It actually changes your DNA within 24 to 48 hours. Half your genome expression changes. Your DNA uploads as if you're at the altitudes you were taken to. So your body's replicating red blood cells, stimulating progenitor cells and stem cells naturally. So there's no side effects, only health benefits, ups, and and it just keeps going. We did the studies with the Mayo Clinic and Dr. Bruce Johnson, uh, did some navel stuff, you know, pre-breathing oxygen and and figuring out and simulating what was going on with the fighter pilots and the raptors and those types of things. And we've come up with just all these different things regulating blood sugar stuff for alzheimer's that we're talking about so it it, it goes through all walks of life the low-hanging fruit being the athletes making better athletes without having to take steroids and hgh right no doubt and and a great example of this is that bobby bobby says that we can uh decrease the time that say a pitcher who's on a a five six day rotation Mm -hmm. you know that it would cut that in half it could be back throwing on the mound, starting pitcher in three days. You know, that's the kind of technology yeah. and, and the healing process we're talking about. Recovery. So, and it's recovery. I, uh, I want to ask you while I got you here, Randy, how's the book doing? Awesome. Yeah? Yeah, very, very well received. The reviews have been awesome. And you were with me two yeah. years ago when we released right. that, and it's been great. Uh, it's it's amazing. Yesterday we're sitting there talking. When, Still number one in a lot of categories. That's what I'm saying. We were sitting here talking yesterday. And uh, a gentleman came over and, and knew every every ounce of that book, <laughs> and was naming off your sister and oh, you yeah, know, yeah. talking about I know, I know who you're talking how about strong too, yeah. you know your what your wife is. And uh, but recovery and you, because of your playing days, you get on a lot of pills. And we're sitting here talking about the pills and the negative effect. Right, we right. just had Jim McMahon on, who was on a ton of pills at one point. 
Uh, and then it, there's a side effect of that. There's an ugly side to the right, sport. There's right. an ugly side of the uh, the end of a career, so to speak. And we've talked a little bit about that today. But you went through the ugliest of ugliness, right? I did. I did. I was in a really dark place. And uh, I was there for a long time and caused a lot of damage, you know. And I'm just by the grace of God that I made it out of that. But, you know, that's why I'm here. Share, that's why I've been coming for the last 15 years yeah. is sharing that hope that it's okay to not be okay, but you got to raise your hand and ask for help because there is help out there. And, uh, you know, that's why I teamed up with Bobby and Stratospheres because I want to know, you know, what this can do to help addicts, you know, people in recovery, people with mental health issues. What can it do for the brain there? And uh, there's, there's, uh, I'm excited about the, the future. You're a big part of the athletes in recovery. Right. And, and you know, is today any different than it was 20 years ago? I think it's easier now to put your hand up and ask for help because there's so many more celebrities that are recovering out loud. Uh, but it still exists. And a lot of times people don't know who to call or what to say. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm trying to make myself as available as, as possible. Because yeah. I, I learned a long time ago that in order to keep what I have, I've got to give it away. So I'm I'm doing my part. So let me ask you this, because you've teamed up with a lot of people. Over the years, you've come by everybody from Vance Johnson to Bob. Right. Okay. Right. You've stayed steady. Has everybody else around you stayed steady? Well, I would say it's about 50%. Is it really? Yeah, unfortunately. But, you know, it's everybody's still alive, and as long as there's yeah. breath, there's hope. Right. Right. Because it's just such a unique story. Uh, and I, what's, what's the name of the book again? Off, no, off Center. Off Center, off okay. Center, right. And I wanted to make sure I got it right. So if you're looking for a great book to read and understand uh, the ups and downs coming out of the NFL and the playing days of the NFL, Off Center is a great book to Thanks go and get. Thanks for that plug. It, absolutely. Yeah. No, I completely. But it, 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 we get so enthralled with the players and the, and the product and the, Paul Brown used to call them interchangeable bits. Right. Interchangeable bits. You're a bit. You're a commodity, you know, on the field as a player. And then when all of a sudden you're starting to stare life in the face, you're going, holy crap, I'm, I was a football player. That's all I've ever done. That's right. all I've ever known. And I talk a lot about that. Transitional yeah. trauma is what I call it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the cheers aren't there anymore, and there's, uh, like you said, there's a, there's a darkness to that. Right, so, right. And I just, it's always been a fascinating story. I've read the book like three times. <laughs> you're my hero. And, and you're checks in the mail. Just because every time I, I read it, I take something out of it. You know, there's always some new takeaway or a different perspective. Right. You know, you read it with a different mindset or something like that, which is kind of what you can be talking about as well, Bobby, when you're talking about health and wellness, uh, as how to get better. And you've probably been down so many different avenues that turn into cul-de-sacs. Yeah. Yeah. And mental health is such a big one. My wife, Mariel Hemingway, she's pushing on that for years. She's had seven suicides in her family. And, you know, she's figured out quite a bit on, on the seven greatest doctors, she calls them. Dr. Sun, yeah. Dr. Air, Dr. Water, Dr. Earth, Dr. Nutrition, Dr. Exercise, Dr. Rest. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they're free. People just need to learn this part of lifestyle. Yeah. You know, people don't realize sunrises and sunsets, you know, help the brain and help you sleep better, you know, looking at those things. Or walking barefoot, there's been scientific studies that 3,000 pores on the body of your feet are there because you need to absorb the electromagnetic field of the earth. And, where, where, you know, I have a friend that did scientific studies with the uh, AMA. His mom, uh, in her late 80s, was playing tennis. When she turned 90, she couldn't do anything. She went barefoot and did all this stuff and working in the garden. Back to playing tennis three years later. Hmm. And so he thought it was all horseshit, but 
he, it turned out like scientific studies and research showing you that it gets rid of the inflammation in your brain right. and your body. There's, there's so many things out there, just yeah. so many things. Uh, before I let you go, I do got to ask you a little football. And that is... Uh, what, is there yeah. a game this week? Yeah, uh-huh. there's... Yeah, because that's why we're all here, and it's the only reason we gather at this point, I think, is <laughs> because it pays us to be here. But uh, who you got and why? Uh, well, I'm an NFC guy, so I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with the, with the Niners. But you know what? It's going to be an entertaining game. I love both sides of the ball. I love all the different playmakers. That How are, excited were you for Baker Mayfield this year for your Buccaneers? God, did that guy reinvent himself or what? Right. And what was it before? Was it where he was? Was it location? Was it coaching? Was, why is he just now coming out of his shell and, and making a name for himself? Was it pressure because he was that first pick for Cleveland? Maybe, maybe so. And then he maybe. found a reclamation down there where there wasn't? Or, or maybe he just needed to hit that bottom you know, yeah. and start coming back up. So who knows? But he, he really did a great job for Tampa. I am uh, looking forward to, uh, you know, a few uh, stories again tomorrow night, too, when we all get together. Yeah, good, Absolutely. good. It's going to be a fun night. Can't wait. Bobby, great to meet you. Pleasure to meet I, you. I have well, to admit, I know you got a famous wife, and I turned around yesterday, and I'm standing there talking to Lydia, and I'm like, you know, I'm a beautiful woman. I'm talking to her, and I turn around I'm like, I know you, you know, and I had to you think want to, for a minute. You, you want to say hello real quick? Let's do that. Let's, Let's do, do it. That. We'll, we'll bring her over real quick. You, you don't real get real too many movie stars that come right. over and say hello to the show. You are. Hey. You just got recruited. Good to see you again. I, I was talking, so I, I was, okay, there we go. There we go. So yesterday, <laughs> I'm sitting, and I, I go over to see Lydia, wherever, I don't know, where she, where'd she go? She's right there. Oh, oh, there she is. So I go over <laughs> and say hi to her, and I'm noticing the blonde hair, and there's this woman standing, and you go, oh, hi, nice to meet you, and I had to go one of those, oh, <laughs> I know you, you know, which was one of those fun moments. So. Oh, nice. So you were very gracious, and thank oh, you for not calling you. me an idiot right there. Like, he, he will, and she will. But, so You deserve it. Yeah, Aww. well, you know, we've been down that it's road a few times. But it's so great to meet you. It's so great to have you on the program. Thank you so, so much. Bobby's a wealth of knowledge, and you guys I know. are, yeah. I know. Exactly. He's pretty amazing. Tremendous very stuff. Very cool. Though. Absolutely. Yeah, and they're, they're, it's, a, it's a nice symbiotic relationship between him working on the mental health and Bobby yeah. kind of bringing that bringing the chamber to, to that level okay. is awesome. And he's such everybody. a passion for her, too, yeah. with the mental health side, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. looking forward to all the stories and everything off mic tomorrow night, so I, I cannot wait. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll celebrate with a cigar. Uh, yes. Thank, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. All right. I know you guys got to run. They're waving at me. Cool. They're going to pull you out of here. So awesome. great to meet you. Nice Bobby, to meet great you. great work. Thank you, Bill. Love you like a brother. You we'll too, talk man. To you soon. Thank there you. you go. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey Wayne, shopping for a new door? I sure am. This fiberglass door is really strong. We love ours. Do you need something more dependable? Yes, something that's durable, dent resistant, knows how to take a hit and is going to last for years. We're still talking about the door, right? Uh, oh yeah, right, of course. Wayne Larrabee and Jeff Levering shopping together at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin? What could happen next? How about 0% interest for up to three years? Or no down payment, no interest, and no payments for up to 18 months? I'm Gina Della from Pella. This incredible offer from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin is only available until February 29th. So hurry. We offer a wide range of window and door styles to perfectly match your home's unique design. Start customizing today with 0% interest for up to three years. Or no down payment, no interest, and no payments for up to 18 months. Only at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. Show for details on 
Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show on the air. Good to have you on board today. It's been a fast and furious day. Um, man, uh, great to get uh, great to get so many of the guys on. Uh, I, I love Randy Grimes and his story. I mean, I, I want to talk football with him, but his experience is so incredible. Aaron Taylor, obviously, to get Jim McMahon and Kyle Turley on a little while ago to have them uh, talking to us. Donnie Jones. Uh, a little bit earlier today and uh, getting into it with him a little bit and uh, what a, an in-depth cerebral guy. So uh, great stuff. Uh, just great, great stuff. Um, so anyway, um, it, it just we, we got more coming. Uh, I think Michael Robinson is going to join us coming up here momentarily. Stay tuned for that um, because he's going to join us in just a couple of minutes. He'll be here and uh, we'll talk with him. So uh, a lot still happening and hopefully you're enjoying it. I do want to remind you that um, we have uh, the uh, TV station, My24, in Milwaukee. That is coming up uh, this uh, Saturday night, 7 o'clock. And uh, if you want to take a, a watch of the program, it's going to be kind of a, a compilation of the best of, so to speak. So we're going to be, uh, we're gonna be uh, putting a, a lot of stuff together. And we, not myself, man. I'm not good at that stuff. But we give all the credit in the world to our friends at uh, My24 uh, and the television station broadcasting out of, uh, out of Milwaukee. And then once uh, that is up and running, uh, coming up on Saturday night, you will uh, get a notification over on the social media side of things as to where you can find it. Michael Robinson now sitting down and joining us here at the table. Man, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. This is uh, awesome. Like, Is this your first time to Radio Row? No, yesterday I came, and it was definitely not this many people. Um, right. And now today you can start to see people making their way down here, and this, the game's starting to heat up a little so, bit. So, okay, let's tell me what – this week is like coming into a game like this well you got to understand like these players their entire life they've thought about this game yeah yeah obviously you know i want to go to the hall of fame i want to be all pro i want to make a lot of money those are some of the you know things that they think about too but ultimately you want to win a championship right that that, that's what shows credibility in the national football league and so you spent your whole life thinking about getting here and now you're here Right. And at the end of the day, you you just want to play the game. You just want to play football. But there's so much that goes into this. And usually it's the team that manages all of the distractions, that manages all of the media uh, that comes out on top. And I remember when we were going through our Super Bowl uh, run after the 2013 season with the Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, I talked to a lot of people that went to the Super Bowl and played. And all of the veterans would tell me, Mike, whoever can make this a game first has the advantage. If you still look at this as a spectacle, you're going to lose. Right. <laughs> this is a game. It's, soon, it's still 100 yards. The goalposts are at the same places. The referees are the same. You just got to calm yourself down and play football. I wanted to ask you about that because the, the, the year after, the Packers come into town. Mm-hmm. Seattle knocks the Packers off, which still to the, till the Packers get back to a Super Bowl, to me, as a Packers fan, that game will forever just, like, stick right here. Yeah. Because there was any one of those opportunities Packers take advantage of, they win that game. It's over. Yeah. But I've always said, when, and we saw it happen this year with San Francisco, if you give a good team a second chance or a breath of life, they will take advantage of it. And that's what you guys did. Absolutely. And, and at that time, um, you, you got a guy like Beast Mode in the backfield. Right. Um, I, you know, I – 
I wasn't on that team, but I remember hearing stories about the halftime of that game because I think Russell threw some interceptions in that game. Yep. It wasn't a great game offensively. But Tom Cable and the offensive coaches came in and said, we're, go- we're just going to run the football and we got beast mode and let's see what happens. And they came out on top. Yeah, it was uh, – It was. yeah, that will stick forever. But, I, look, you know, then again they had beast mode and they were one play away from knocking off the Patriots. I know, man. And they didn't go to them. I know, man. Somebody has to do a, a documentary or something <laughs> called One Yard or Two Yard. Because that would have been a back-to-back. It would have been a back-to-back. And then we may have lo- – okay. Now we're talking. There we go. Here we go. Let's do this. Let me go ahead and sit on up a little bit. So I believe that if they win that Super Bowl, they go back to two more after that. Mm -hmm. That team broke up after that game. I don't know what happened in the locker room. I don't know what happened immediately after the game. I don't know who took credit for what or who said what or whatever. But that team was not the same. And those are a lot of my brothers that were in that, in that locker room. That team was not the same. Trust me. Something happened after that game, and I think they knew that they had the game won, and they knew that, you know, maybe it wasn't right. handled all the way correctly. So, okay, let, let, me go, let me go there because the team breaks up. Opinions are out. Yeah. Attitudes change. You're looking different maybe at the guy that's next to your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you see Russell continue kind of on. Go into another organization, gets everything he wants, offices, masseuses, whatever the hell he needs. <laughs> so talk to me about a guy that takes you to a Super Bowl, now has the street cred. And I've always said, look, Red Favre doesn't win it, win it without Reggie White. Aaron yep. Rodgers doesn't win it without Charles Woodson. Russell doesn't win it without the Legion of Boom and everything else behind. Okay? So talk to me about a guy going into a situation and walking into a locker room as the anointed one and what went on, you weren't in that locker room, yeah. but as a guy that's been in that locker room and understands it and tries to say, where did the greatness go? Where are the problems? Because then we started to see a little bit of maybe a recreation or a reclamation this season, but it never has come to fruition since those days. Yeah. Um, that's a layered question. Thank it's you very, very much. very layered, and it was really good by you because um, – I think you know what you're talking about. I think you know kind of what, what we're getting at here. And um, it, it, it's a tough deal for Russell because Russell always wanted to cook, so to speak, in Seattle. But when you look at not his best statistical years, but the best years that the team had winning games and going further, his st- it was about running the football and playing great defense. Yes. And I think it took Russell maybe another six or seven years to figure out, hey, okay, now I got my money. I'm good at home. I'm, it's about legacy now. And I can't have the legacy like the Kobe Bryants and the Michael Jordans and the, you know, the Derek Jeters without the championships. And I think when he got to Denver after he got the big contract and that first year happened, I think he, with, with Sean Payton he started to realize – I got to fall back a little bit. I got to lean on the guys on the outside. I got to just be special in special moments. And that's what Russell was when we were winning Super Bowls. He was special in special moments. He wasn't special for 60 minutes every single game. Right. Right? There's not many of those guys. You guys had. I mean, the Packers had a guy. There's not many of these guys walking the planet. Okay, trust me. Right? And so, and and that's okay. Right? But – if you, if you have a system, which we had at Seattle with Pete Carroll and, and, and John Snyder and all those guys, where you're running the football and we leaned on our defense, I think that's, that was the best version of Russell. 
him and Pete had to split for yeah for for the. Are you surprised Pete's not going to be coming back? Very. I'm very surprised. Actually, even at his press conference, I just looked at it and it was just like he's not ready to be done. No, I don't know the conversations. Right. I don't know what happened with the owner. I don't know what happened. But I will say this: if Pete Carroll gets an opportunity to coach, I believe he'll he'll take it. You got Pete Carroll sitting out, Bill Belichick sitting out, Mike Vrabel sitting out. Mm. Some amazing uh, talent that's out there right now. It is some amazing talent out there. Um, but I will say this: I think this is a function of owners trying to hire younger at the general manager position, and the general managers getting more diverse. And because those guys at position of power are younger and they're, they're looking at different types of coaches. And let's just be honest, the young person is different. Yes. They're not the same that right. when Bill Belichick first started coaching where you can tell a guy to do something and he's going to do exactly what you say. Just like, it's not that anymore. These guys, these young p- uh, players got to like you, yeah. right? You got to resonate with them. And I think that's – probably some of the reason why some of the older coaches aren't coaching. I know we only got one minute. Yeah. Who you got this weekend and why? <laughs> What's the day? Uh, Wednesday, <laughs> February 7th. Wednesday, February 7th. Um, today, I still have the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. It's just tough for me to pick against Patrick Mahomes. Last year, I thought they would lose. They won. This year, throughout the season, I didn't even think they would make the playoffs. They made the playoffs, and then it – there's a, to me, there's an intimidation factor. I believe they show up with seven points because of all the experience that they have. So, I believe they're going to start this game with a seven, with a seven point advantage, you just are, because of who they are. You are in a unique fraternity, being able to wear a ring. It's great to have you over here and pick your brain. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much. Absolutely, Michael Robinson joining for joining us for a couple of minutes. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. He even cleans the headset off. How about that? How about that? Good stuff. We're going to go and take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up live out here in Las Vegas coming up. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Do you love winning? This February, head to Pottawatomie Casino Hotel, Milwaukee, and fall head over heels with the Love It or Leave It $400,000 game show. Thursday nights, you could play the Love It or Leave It game show where you can love your prize or leave it for another. Play with your club card to earn drawing entries. Top prize is ten grand in cash. It's time for Love It or Leave It. Only at Pottawatomie. Learn more at PaceBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Good to have you back, Bill Michaels Show. Final, uh, final segment here for today. Good to have you on board, and uh, man, what a day today! Great to talk talk to Michael Robinson. Great to have Kyle Turley, uh, Jim McMahon, Aaron Taylor, uh, obviously uh, Randy Grimes on the program today. Donnie Jones was awesome. Uh, he was fantastic. Uh, the former linebacker with the Giants and the Eagles and the, the Saints and Cincinnati. I mean, you know, just so great to uh, talk to so many of these guys. Really, really good stuff. And uh, any any favorite today, Grant? Well, I thought I had a favorite, and then we'd have somebody else on. And I'm like, man, they're, maybe just everyone's really good. Put it, it this way. We ended up bumping Scott Farrell, who yeah. now I owe dinner to. Yeah. Um, Aaron Taylor was awesome. Yeah. Um, really well. I've never heard him before 
Really well spoken. He's a Notre Dame down. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really impressive. Uh, you can tell how much he loves football and how, how much time he dedicates to it. Michael Robinson, right there, and I, I might play some of that audio on my show tonight, selfishly, talking about how a quarterback, their goal should be to be special on special plays and then help do winning right. things on the other play. I've never heard a, a player or anyone talk about quarterback play like that. I thought that was excellent. And to bring it, to, how do I put this? To bring it into a light of you have to go back to team for quarterbacks that are special that want to be I, you yeah. know, and and then the time and then again he said he he brought a lot of light that we never thought of after that when they didn't win that championship in 2014 to say something happened after that. Well, it's amazing how a catastrophic playoff loss can completely kill a team a team can be trending in the right direction competing for super bowls and one loss where something goes wrong uh it's amazing and i guess maybe that's a testament to the packers i know they didn't um get back to a super bowl post 2014 but they were competitive losses like that can completely splinter a team like it did in seattle by the way did you see did you ever take a look at michael robinson and look at his player photos versus today Mm -mm. he was a big dude yeah, he's he, slim. He's probably lost 40 pounds. He's slim. I was just like, that's not even the same guy. The turtleneck is very slimming, by the way. I know we yeah. might go to a party tonight. If you're going shopping <laughs> with Kristen, maybe a black turtleneck. She's already texted me. She, okay. wants to, she said, hey, what time are you going to be back? I'm going to go Uber over to the uh, over to the store. So I'm like, wow, you know. I, I seriously think that I'm going to sit here and prep for my show. I'm going to do my show, cut my podcast. I might lay down if I could fit under the table and take a nap for 20 minutes. Yeah, that might not be a bad way to go. Seriously. We've, seriously. We've been, and, <laughs> and here's the thing, and it's like, uh, you know, you and I are sitting here talking during the commercial break going, it's popping in here today. And this yeah. is not even close to what it's going to be like tomorrow and Friday. It drains your social battery pretty darn yeah. quick. Um, but it's, I mean, like I was texting with a buddy. He's like, you're a radio row, right? Who have you seen? I'm like, I can't even give you. I can't even give you names. Nope. It's every other corner. I've yeah. been texting you all day. It's somebody different. Shannon Sharp walked by yeah. a few minutes ago. We were seeing him. And then, obviously, the people we've had on the program, you've had celebrities. Well, Mario Hemingway, yeah. you know, movie star, joins us for a couple of minutes uh, back in the day. Uh, but then you've got, you know, just you can look around and you can see anybody from media members all the way to social influencers. Who are the guys that were just over here with Cam Newton? With the faces, they they have some sort of they're like blue man group adjacent, right? Like some sort of some sort of dancing troupe. Lil Dicky, the rapper. Are you familiar with Lil yep, Dicky? I am. Um, I know the name. Yeah, Lil Dicky was over there earlier. Uh, I I bumped into AJ Hawk in the bathroom. I uh, <laughs> oh, did you really? Well, because I unintentionally went at the top of the hour, so obviously okay. that's when everyone runs in there, and I'm I just told him go pack go. Because <laughs> I'm like, hey, you don't want to talk to anyone. I get it. But also, like, thanks for the Super Bowl, man. Like, and there's Packers fans everywhere, yeah. so you want them to feel that. I was going to say, tell them you're with us. Because uh, AJ has made his way over to the table numerous times. Yeah. He's, By the he's, end of the week, I'm, I'm hoping to get him for he's sure. He's good. Uh, and then, like I said, we bumped Scott Farrell. Scotty came over, and he's got he's doing double duty. He's doing a radio show at night. He's doing the sports grid during the day. and Because he, he comes over in his way, and he's going, now what are you going? You know, and I said, hey, we're going to go upstairs tonight. He's like, great place, great place. You owe me dinner. You bump me, you owe me dinner. I said, I'll buy you dinner. Okay, so we'll do that. So we got we got that coming up a little bit later on this evening, hopefully. Uh, but he's going to be on the sh- on the show tomorrow for sure, uh, and then we'll pencil him in for whatever time it is that uh, that we have available. Hopefully, it's about the same time because I felt bad bumping him. But well, and what was cool today, we didn't even mention Tom Grassi. I looked up. I'm like, oh, there's a 
There's a Packers guy. Can yeah. you sit down? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing anything, sure. Yeah. He just Tom sat down with us came and... by. Who is the pa- ultimate fan? Yeah, he. Uh, so he hosts the Packcast, but I think he might have been the Packers fan of the year this year. I'll have to go back and look. Um, I, I didn't want to sit here and research him when he was yeah. sitting next to me. No, no, I get it. <laughs> it it's funny because um, the Packers international fan that won the international fan contest with the NFL is uh-huh. a Packers fan. Yeah. They're flying in from Germany. And they might be here on Friday, and uh, we might uh, see if we can grab them and get them on. You speak on. German? Yeah? I don't. I don't. Shoot. But if they bring us through, it'll we're in. Yeah, or Kringle I'll, I'll go, or yeah, whatever. Kringle or beer. Uh, pickled herring, Lutefisk. Oh, I guess that's Norwegian. That's Swedish. Yeah, more it? Norwegian. Ebo's yeah. punching air yeah. back yeah. in the studio yeah, right now. Exactly. Sorry, sorry, Ebo. So, uh, so that uh, is possibly coming up. So we got a lot. We got a lot of different stuff coming up throughout uh, throughout the rest of the week. So and uh, and a whole lot more. So tonight, uh, dinner upstairs, Mandalay Bay. Million Dollar View. Follow us on social media. Uh, tomorrow we're back at it. we got a full list uh, of, of guests and such that are going to be here tomorrow night. As we had mentioned earlier, Cigars with the Stars and uh, Ron Jaworski, Brian Urlacher, uh, a bunch of guys wearing gold jackets that are going to be there, which is going to be awesome. And then uh, on uh, Friday we, uh, have, uh, we tear it all down. You have your show. We blow it all up and we get out of here uh, after a great day on Friday. And then uh, we uh, we blow it out on Friday night, and then we uh, begin to wing our way back to Wisconsin. Because my flight's not until 2 Saturday. My flight is not until 2 Saturday. Bill. Yeah. Will you yeah. blow Will you blow on my dice if we go to the... I will. we got to get Erica to the airport. She's an early uh, early exit, but uh, and we've got a few That's other fun. people that are leaving a little bit earlier. But, yeah, so uh, we'll... You know, uh, Kristen will blow on the dice because she's, okay. she's winning right now. I played a little blackjack yesterday and lost, uh, believe it or not, I lost $19.50. Were you betting quarters? Yeah. Well, the last one was a fifty. I, I, had, I had a buck left. I did a dollar bet. And I, boy. Here's the thing. I did a uh, I did a fifty cent bet. I lost, and I said I am leaving with fifty cents. And they laughed at me when I went to cash in my card. They're like, we, we don't do change. I'm like, okay, we'll talk to you later. All right. Well, but let I the still re- got the voucher. Let the record show. I didn't leave yes. handed. All right. That's gonna do it. Live here inside the media center. We are glad to have everybody along for the ride. Hopefully you're enjoying the programs all week long out here in the Mandalay Bay and uh, in the convention center. So until we talk again, time for us to go. Have a go. Boom.